Hey guys, we're back. All right, this week I wanna start you out with how to train more efficiently and effectively on your own. So to get this kicked off, I got a little story for you that I wanna share. Bear with me a second. Let's go back in time to 1991. I was in Texas, stationed there, and I took up Taekwondo while I was in the Army. It was only for a few months. We were going to the field a lot, training, and getting our unit built up. So I couldn't devote the time to it that I wanted, and I decided to walk away. I tried it again when I got out of the Army, and I didn't like it for a variety of reasons. I had a really bad experience, but that's another story for another time. I was in the Army with a friend of mine, and we would spar, and he would work circles around me, literally. And I would ask him, what did you do? Where have you trained? What martial arts style did you do? And he said his dad taught him Kung Fu when he was growing up. I didn't know a lot about Kung Fu. I, I know there was a show. I didn't really like it. I didn't watch it. I wasn't a Bruce Lee fan growing up. Uh, I didn't have a lot of exposure to that. And I ended up appreciating what he would do went to me when we were sparring because he, he would outmaneuver me. He would come in. Taekwondo was like, okay, we go straight in. And we go straight back. That's all we did for footwork. We didn't circle. We didn't maneuver. We didn't talk about any footwork training, really. And he would kick my butt. So I didn't know much about Kung Fu, but I knew, all right, Kung Fu is good. Obviously, Kung Fu is good. Now, that whole term, Kung Fu, is a misnomer. It's not used properly. It actually means skill attained through hard work. It got stuck and rolled into uh, basically classifying any martial art that comes out of China. The last few decades, maybe five decades, six decades, because of the Hong Kong movie scene. And that came to the West and that term stuck. And it does refer to martial arts like you have to uh, work hard to get skill. But you can also have good Gong Fu if you're a cook or an artist or a musician, or a manual laborer, maybe you're a machinist, any of those things, you can have good Kung Fu. So when I got out of the military and I was a few years out, I decided I was gonna go back to training martial arts. And part of that training, I was insistent upon finding Kung Fu. And I couldn't find it. it was, there was nobody teaching it. And finally, I searched high and low, and I found, this was back when we used the Yellow Pages. <laughs> Google didn't exist, none of that stuff. So I looked in the Yellow Pages, and I found somebody that was teaching martial arts, and they listed uh, boxing and kickboxing, Kempo, and then said Kung Fu. So I called him up, I went in to meet him face to face, and he told me flat out, he said, I don't have a group class for Kung Fu. I don't have any students for it. And quite honestly, I do boxing, kickboxing, and Kempo is my primary arts. I did Kung Fu, but I can't show you how the art works. I can only show you the forms that I learned. And it's Praying Mantis style. So, oh, I've never heard of Praying Mantis style. I didn't know this was a thing. And, uh, but I knew I liked the insect, the praying mantis, and I knew Kung Fu was good. So, well, sign me up. Maybe, not yet. 
we have to problem we had the problem of there's no group class and he said well i could teach you privately and my rebuttal there was well that sounds great and all but i don't have much money at all so i don't think i can afford that he said well what can you afford i said i thought about it a minute i said 60 dollars a month so he stopped and he paused and he thought about it for a minute he said all right if you could be here every saturday at one o'clock i will teach you privates for 60 dollars a month if you show up one week and i can tell that you didn't practice we're done. I'm not training. Okay. So I'll agree to that and uh, see if I can do it. So I had a lot of incentive, as you can see, to make sure that I practiced on my own and that I would show up the next week and still have a class to go to. I'm very appreciative of different teachers I've worked with for a variety of reasons. Him in particular, for making me have to learn how to train myself because I ended up years later when I finally found someone that could make the artwork they were on the other side of the country and I had to fly thousands of miles a few times a year and train with them and then come home and try to practice that stuff and ingrain it in myself and the early training I did with my first teacher was what set me up for that and already having the discipline and the routines and uh, the awareness of how to go about this and approach it. So I think it can be a positive and we can make this work because this I had to make it work. I didn't have a choice. And situations like this, pressure creates diamonds. It's adversity makes us stronger and better. And when we give somebody everything, often they squander it and they don't appreciate it. If we make people work for something, we get good results. And that story is repeated time and time again in entrepreneurship, the business world, politics, life, whatever, you'll find it. So first rule, self-training, set up a routine. You have to have a routine. Write it in your calendar, put it in your phone, whatever you use for a calendar, set reminders, and it doesn't have to be every day of the week, but make sure you set that time and it becomes set in stone. That's rule number two, no distractions. There are emergencies, there's life events, obviously, that things get in the way. But once you set that on your calendar, like I said, it's in stone. So rule number two, don't let anybody sway you from your time. Think of it, I mean, it's for your own well-being as well. Mental health physical health, uh, self-defense training, which hopefully we won't need in the coming months, but you never know. So set that routine and then stick to it. Those are your first two rules. Frequency, I would recommend three times a week. Set aside 60 minutes if you can. That's what I used to do. Uh, if I couldn't, if I was, it was a day I was working and then going to school right after, then I would set it up so that I would train for 10 minutes in the morning, 15 minutes at lunch, another 10 minutes in the afternoon, and I would hit 30 minutes of training after classes at night uh, on my own. And then I'd do that every day so that I wouldn't forget things. 
for you, it's not so much about forgetting, but it's just having that consistency and the discipline. When we have a group class to go to, it's a very different world. We know we have a time and place to be. It's almost too easy. It's like I just I have to just show up and then everything's done for you. With this, it takes a little bit more work, but it's not that hard, guys. It's super simple. And you just have to set that uh, hard and fast rule that this is my training time. And I recommend highly, those of you with kids and spouses at home, make it a family thing. Everybody's locked up right now. Do it together and everybody will be better off for it. All right, so let's get started. We're going to focus a lot today on stuff that will work out well on your own. I've got some surprises for you. See you soon.